0: Let's get started. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Believe It Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley, and as always, I say it every week. And when I stop saying this, I'm gonna stop my podcasting. I'm so excited for my guest today. Tina Jesso is in the house. So welcome, welcome, Tina. I just have so a Canadian right. in the
1: house. I just love being in your company. You are so awesome and your enthusiasm is so contagious. Oh my God, I can't wait for a conversation.
0: <laughs> right, we're going to have some fun, you guys. So Tina, is, she is a Canadian. I love that. I love that. I have Canadian friends. <laughs> I get excited <laughs> when I have Canadian listeners. You know, on our podcast, we can tell like where they're listening from. I'm like, oh, this is exciting. <laughs> So, Tina is a success dating coach. Woo! So, tell us what you do, Tina.
1: Well... It is such a fantastic job. (laughs) It's more of a vocation and I absolutely love what I do. And so basically what I do is I help women, chiefly women, a single over the age of 40, who are just, you know, recently broken up after a long relationship or even, you know, several different relationships, or they've been single for a while and they want to get back. They seriously are looking for a meaningful love connection at this time in their lives. And essentially what I do is I help women get ready for love. And we kind of bridge the gap between their last relationship and the next one and build on their experience and get them all ready to be their best love magnet ever.
0: Woo! And I swear I didn't set this up, because you just described me to the team, right? Over 40, single, <laughs> ready for love. Wait, I need to... <laughs> I swear I didn't set this up, you guys. I swear I didn't set this up. So Tina and I actually met. I'm going to backtrack, because I was going to say we met in our podcast course, but we met before that. I was in your mastermind? Is that what we would we would say? <laughs> yeah we had i have a mutual friend gina richie who has been on my podcast she was like hey you should join this fantastic group i'm in you'll love it you'll love it you'll love it and anything gina says i'll love i know i'll love so i was like sign me up i didn't have any idea what i was getting into and i loved every minute of it and that's how i met tina
1: that was so much fun. And basically, you know, it was a weekly program where we got on and we did laser coaching for women, right, on a weekly basis. So whatever these ladies, these amazing ladies needed to cover at the time, we were there for them. And we were learning from each other, right? We were really learning from yes. each other. And what we all primarily actually also had in common is that most of us were single, right? For a lot of different <laughs> circumstances. That was just my chance right? It was by (laughs) Jim. Absolutely. And you know what? A lot of your group are in the Tony Robbins realm, right? And uh, it seems like at least half of his followers are single.
0: Isn't that wild?
1: Why do you think that is?
0: Oh, gosh. Good, good question, Tina. I don't know if it's, I feel for me, I'll say for me, it's like, When I went to my first Tony Robbins event, of course, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I had no idea that my life was literally going to crack wide open and change for the good for the rest of my life. I had no idea the friendships I would make, the friendships that I would cut loose. Um, And so for me, I would say leveling up my life Changed my life, changed friendships, changed relationships. So you want to level up. You don't want to settle. And so maybe that has something something to do with it. Like people that are just ready to, well, first you love yourself, which is something I just discovered. So that was my main takeaway from COVID is I really, truly found out how to love Nicole. <laughs> And it was amazing. So I feel like, you know, I just, for me, I guess I would say it's, I want to level up my life and I don't want to waste my time or someone else's time where it's not a good fit.
1: That is so insightful and congratulations on your journey because it's been an inspirational one and you've gone through some pretty traumatic experiences and you've come at a winner on the other side and look at how you're filled with such joy and enthusiasm for life and you're transmitting it to other people, right? That is so cool. But just for a second on the Tony thing or for anybody that's in personal growth, for sure, as you're growing, sometimes you grow in a different direction from your partner. And if your partner is, not along that you know going along that same path sometimes a split is inevitable and sometimes what happens as well is because we're so busy working on ourselves right discovering ourselves spending time to heal self-love and really discover how we want to show up in the world that we put the relationships on the side burner right until we've got certain things figured out there is a danger in that I would say though is that if you spend a lot of time by yourself a lot of time you know growing and trying to figure it all out sometimes you're not that means you're not participating in the game of love right so if you're not
0: participating. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know and sometimes we're in our we start going into our heads a lot well did i do this right do i really have it all figured out am i evolved enough am i healed enough am i enough mm, right right As opposed to just discovering yourself through the process of experimenting and meeting different people, whether it's organic or whether it's online, is important. And I know that you're going to resonate with this, Nicole, is is as important to discover the truth. The type of person that you want to be with, as it is to discover the type of person that you don't want to be with, and sometimes it's going through what you don't want to discover what you do want. Would you agree with that?
0: A hundred percent. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely. I definitely discovered what I didn't want to be with, and I. Hi, I'm Nicole, and all my boyfriends have been narcissists. Uh, I hey, no, no offense to you guys if you listen. But that's what I went after. And now I'm learning that it was not necessarily them. It was what I was attracting. Because that was what, you know, my self-worth, you know. I was the girl that always went for those
1: that type. So, no more. So, do you think that you will never... Okay, you just said no more, Nicole. Do you think that you will never be attracted to what you call a narcissist type, which just to be clear. And- I
0: know, I to stamp that as such a bad word, right?
1: Right, so instead of referring to your exes as narcissists, what's another way to define it to give it less importance, let's say, but still, you know, kind of nail it.
0: I would say instead of, right, that's not, none of them were bad. You know, none of them were bad guys. I, I That narcissist word to me uh, has such, it's not such a bad word. And I, I think that it gets labeled such a bad word. But I guess I went over after for, I was looking for, you know, the fun, good looking, life of the party guy that was really self-involved. There you uh, go.
1: <laughs> there you there go.
0: Self-involved, yes. Yeah. Right. Where I, I would like, uh, I want to be a partner in a relationship, and I feel like I was just in relationships and not in a partnership. If that makes sense.
1: Well, it's really important that it's a two-way street, right? And that you're not working into somebody else's purpose and adapting to what they want in their life. And that they're also serving you as much as you're serving them. Not from a selfish point of view, but just that's what a partnership is all about, right? We complement each other. So as far as somebody, it sounds like you're you're really aware, you're self-aware, which is huge. So I'm just going to bring something to the table. And that is, because I've seen it myself, I've been with someone that I used to define as being the N word, right? Narcissist. Right, inside out. I. I know, and I and I was wondering why this is interesting. I was wondering why I just felt like a pit in my stomach every time I said it. Because I don't believe that people are necessarily born that way. I believe we all have tendencies. And I think in my particular case with my ex, it was a case of my not facing certain issues head on. And the the situation exacerbated. It just got worse and worse and worse because I just didn't have the tools at the time to deal with it. And I have compassion with myself when I say that now. I have forgiven Myself for that, for not either seeking the help or facing it head on. I know I have the tendency to be attracted to that strong self involved type of person, as you said. However, this is my lesson. I am still attracted to that type. I'm in a a beautiful relationship right now, but I know my tendencies. So therefore, if you are. You, you start dating someone who has those tendencies, first of all, just forgive yourself, right? Just have some compassion for yourself. And, but the thing of it is your antennas are wide, wide open now. You're aware of that. So you have an opportunity to step aside or deal with the issues at hand, right? So it's really about self-awareness and using that as a tool to help form your boundaries because boundaries is a huge, was a huge oh. issue for me and huge issue for a lot of women. Right. I'll tell you, I hear so many times that you go
0: or you should be in a relationship to give, not to get. And I think I went to get, to get love, to get attention, to get affection, to get, to get, to get, to get, to get.
1: Does that make sense? Oh, my God. I just love what you just said. First of all, self-awareness. You get a big star for that. (laughs) And and secondly, and secondly, you hit the nail on the head with so many of us that are going into relationships because we figure that by finding love that or finding that magical mate, they're going to cure us. They're going to make us feel better about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right. And they're going to elevate us and they're going to have all the answers, whereas we're all, you know, wounded souls, so to speak. But the 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 trick is, is that if you can be happy, not forever by yourself, but be happy for now and be grateful and just just enjoy life. And I mean, you're the epitome right now of enjoying your life, Nicole. I mean, I've seen your lives. I've listened to a couple of your podcasts and there's just such joy emanating from you and the work that you're doing is so, so important because of that, because I think it's the feeling, right? It starts with that feeling of joy on a regular basis as well as being happy by yourself, right and figuring out your own stuff and trying to heal yourself as much as possible and bringing that self-awareness to a relationship and the trick then is to find someone who's equally right. okay. that's the trick okay. Tina, can you do
0: you have a list <laughs> I'll tell you though I will tell you you were doing at beginning of covid and we did a speed dating I would yes. call it, but it yes. was on Zoom. And that was so much fun. You know, I had a blast doing that. It was so fun. Yeah, that's the dating I had during COVID was with you guys, speed dating. <laughs> oh, wow.
1: You haven't been dating since then? No. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so we're on a podcast now. This is going <laughs> to be published, Nicole. Okay. Can we circle back later and we're going to talk about putting, do you feel ready? Yeah, I think, no, let's
0: erase that thing. I know for the first time, probably in my life, I don't think I was, you know, again, I was going to a relationship to get, I was not going into a relationship to give. It was almost, and I think too, when you're in your twenties and younger, it's like, that's like the first question people ask you, do you have a boyfriend? Who's your boyfriend? Your boyfriend da that. Da, 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 da. It's like you st- you have the stamp on your forehead if you're single, and it's okay to be single, right? Yes, it's okay yes. to be alone. You just don't want to be lonely. And I'm not lonely. Uh, you know, I was I was telling Tina before we started recording um, that um, I truly that was like my biggest takeaway in 2020 was really loving myself really, really, really loving myself. You know, and being in COVID, single, (laughs) my only contact was with my dog. You know, I had no human contact. And I, you know, there were a few times where we would, I would zoom with my family or call my family. And, you know, it was like, oh, human touch, like human contact. And I would get a little, a little lonely, But I wouldn't say that was necessarily quote unquote, because, you know, the single, I think it was COVID and the whole thing and, you know, all of that. But um, I used to, uh, you know, because I've been single for a few years now and I would be lonely. I would be sad on, you know, Christmas if I didn't have a boyfriend or whatever. And like this year on New Year's, I was I didn't even one time think oh poor Nicole she's alone not one time not one time for the first time in my life I think
1: that's a sign that's (laughs) a sign right you're happy by yourself Mm -hmm. that is so freaking awesome because you've done all the work you've done the work
0: that's what you know, does that, you know, like I'm like, am I too happy by myself to where now I don't, you know?
1: We're going to change that, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Consider this your official love kick in the butt.
0: That's like putting all my business, right? I put it all out there. I'm putting it all.
1: <laughs> this is your love kick in the butt. So what we're going to do, listeners, is I'm going to contact Nicole afterwards and we're going to work out her profile and we're going to decide what dating site that you're going to go on. And honey, I just want to say that not all dating sites are just about dating. There are uh, dating sites, for example, where you can just go on to meet friends to start off with, if that's that's your comfort zone for right now, Mm -hmm. right? I'll, I'll be
0: honest. I get on a dating site, we don't, it doesn't even matter what one, but I will literally last not even 24 hours. And I'm just like, Oh, this is too much. This is too much. This is too much. And then like, also I've like gone to put in a profile and I'm like, am I selling myself? Like, I feel so weird about trying to sell someone on me. And then it's like, then I get blocked and I'm like, nope, delete, 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 delete.
1: So you're doing something outside. You'll be doing something and you have done something outside of your comfort zone, right? Mm -hmm. What's on on the other side of the comfort zone? Yeah, everything we want, right? (laughs) You're so good. I never ask a question of you unless I know the answer, okay? (laughs) So you know that there's so many beautiful, sweet things on the other side of that. So the joy, the joy that comes from the different people you're going to be meeting starts with you and how it starts with you on a dating website is that we can design a profile for you that it's as much going to attract the right type of person as it's going to repel the wrong type of people. So a profile serves a dual purpose right? You're filtering out or repelling the guys that are not good for you. And you're attracting the ones that correlate with your values, right? With who you are. So there's a way of doing it. There's a way of, you know, even putting the right kind of pictures out there that are going to attract that kind of attention to you. You don't have your big smile on right now. <laughs> but it I'm, singing, I'm like, uh, <laughs> It really works. Can I tell you a little story about that? Just for a sec, a little story about that, how changing a profile. Absolutely. Okay. So last year, you know, I'm a dating coach, right? So, and I was single last year and I'm thinking, Tina girl, you got to get this figured out, right? So I am taking the dating advice of the best of the best. I'm putting my own ideas in it. So I formulate a profile. Based on the fact that I am 58 years old, about starting a brand new business, because all the guys that were attracted to me in my age group are like in their 60s. So they're ready to retire. They want a companion. They want to settle down. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm not. I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm beginning over again. And I feel like a kid and I love it. And I want someone who has that kind of energy, right? And where this doesn't not correlate to what they want and vice versa, So I put that in my profile before I didn't put it in. I was thinking, oh, you know, this might be a deterrent, but it's good to have those types of deterrents. I put that in my profile that I'm beginning over again. I'm not interested in retiring anytime soon, that type of thing. And guess what happened? As soon as I changed that, And I put in some of my core values as well. That family values was extremely important for me. Personal growth was really important for me. Health and vitality. I live it on a daily basis, just like you, right? So all of that was in there. And guess what happened?
0: I said, hang on, say that again. I'm writing my profile.
1: (laughs) So that's all it took. The first guy who responded after, so- Two bits of advice. Redid the profile to repel and to attract people who wanted that kind of lifestyle. Then I took some advice from another dating, the best known dating coach, I think, or dating no relationship expert in the world, which is John Gray. Men are from Mars. uh, We're
0: getting the best advice right now. So everybody
1: listen, tune in. Yes. The magic is coming. Yeah. So this is the thing. We all have a type right? Like a physical type or a certain look. So John Gray says, don't date date people that you're physically attracted to. And that just seems so counterintuitive. I knew the physical type that I was usually attracted to, like, like big guys and, you know, over six feet and just like really built and all of that. That's just been, that's just been what it's been for me my whole life. So this time, I said, okay, I'm gonna try something different. So this gentleman responded as soon as I changed my profile. And I'm five, three, he's maybe five, six, he's small, he looks. I thought he looked a little bit like an accountant, like not the usual type, but so sweet, but so so sweet. And he said, you know what he said to me? He said. The fact that you're starting over again, that takes so much courage. I really admire that. And I would love to get together with you and, and have a chat and take you out for a nice dinner. <laughs> and I answered. Normally, I would not have answered even. Mm-hmm. So I answered because I was taking John Gray's advice. And I got together with him. And the first time I met him, I thought, holy mother. He, was, he had such a masculine presence right? He just like, it was like this protection that seemed to emanate from him. And I love that in a man, right? This protective type of energy and take charge kind of energy as well. He was so kind. Number one on my love list. You'll have to tell me about your love list in a second, Nicole, but number one on mine was kindness for me. Kindness is super sexy. He was just over the top kind. I never met such a kind man. So here we are eight months later. Right. And the attraction grew. And Mr. right now, yeah, it's the same guy. Oh my gosh. Right. I freaking love that. The <laughs> attraction, the attraction grew, is through the roof. And now you, you got to peel me off of him. You know what I mean? <laughs> because I'm just so attracted to him.
0: Oh my gosh. I could cry right now. How beautiful is that, Tina?
1: I would not have responded if I hadn't listened to someone's advice. Mm. Right. So this, this gives something. me even more st- We're listening right now. We got to remember that we have. uh oh, that's huge. <gasps> date outside of your usual type, and don't be put off by the fact that you're not necessarily physically attracted to them in the beginning, because you know what that does when you date someone that you're really attracted to. And I don't know if you've done that. I know I've been guilty of that. That it's just all about the chemistry and I'm not necessarily getting to know them that well and building like a friendship or another type of connection with them and signs of early like behavior that doesn't, this is not great. I brush it under the the carpet. I just ignore it and I excuse it and I overlook it because I'm so attracted.
0: Yeah. He's, but he's so cute. (laughs) It's okay that he has this, this and this because he's so cute. Exactly. Hmm. So, how do you feel? What is your advice on being opposites? Like, do opposites attract? Or I was told, I don't know who, <laughs> that to try and date your opposite. Okay. So, Not how, have opposite, but to have, you know, different things. So, listen, if you're equipped
1: <laughs> and you want to grow, and you want to grow to the maximum in this lifetime, then yeah, go for the opposite because it's going to be a growth experience to make it work on a constant basis with somebody who is so different from you. You can make it work, but it's going to be work and you're going to have to be hyper vigilant and hyper aware all the time. However, I would say as long as on the base level, Nicole, you have some core values in common, right? Right. So for me, a core value is kindness. For example, that was huge. Integrity is a big one for me. Family values. If I don't see like, and how do you find out about family values? For example, if you start seeing somebody and they start talking in a certain way regarding their ex or they're not really present for their children or their parents those are signs and if it doesn't bother you if it's not your core value there's no problem there's no judgment it's just that for me at least it was a big deal i want to know as i'm like i'm 58 right so i want to know as i'm growing older i want someone to be there for me like i know i'm going to be there for them right Mm -hmm. so does that make sense that at least if the core values are there then that can go a long way because you know, that can really glue the relationship together or it can certainly break it up.
0: Right. Like, I don't don't know why this just popped in my head, but like racing cars, I could care. You know, I mean, it's not my thing. So like in the past, Nicole would be like, he's into racing cars. Like, why would I do that? But if we have the same values, if he's kind and he's compassionate and has the good family values and can make me laugh in the middle of anything, (laughs) And he likes raising cars, then that's okay. Instead of being like, oh, no, he's into that, you know, cars. I'm not into that
1: right so you know what somebody else's interests can be something that you can learn from at the same time like one of my first boyfriends was really into downhill skiing it terrified me right but because i wanted to be a part of that and i wanted to challenge myself i learned how to downhill ski and so it's it's been an asset since then and i taught him to play tennis right
0: oh, right as long as it's a give and t- right like give on both sides you know because you certainly, or I certainly, don't want to be with the person that's like, you know, I've had people that could give care less that, you know, I have a podcast or whatever. And I'm like, eh, you know, like, and I want the person to be proud of me as I want to be proud of them.
1: Right, like so a little nice.
0: interest in, in my woo, as I say, you know, like I, I do run around all day with a smile on my face and I do want to hug everybody while I walk fast and that's just me you know I have two chihuahuas and a lot of people are like you know like so yeah I guess I need that person that's going to embrace
1: those aspects of me right so that is so key what you just said and it's really important also to really own that right? And be proud of that. And, you know, it makes you very special. It makes you very unique. And I would say it's part of your passion, one of your chief passions. You have many different passions, but the what you just mentioned are some of your most important ones. And that's part of the reason why you emanate such great energy, right? Because you're really passionate about the different things that you're involved in. So that makes you more attractive. That's part of your attraction. And you hope that the person that you're going to be with has also their own passions to keep them going because you don't necessarily want the other person just to depend on you for all the fun and excitement. <laughs> vice versa right you want to have your own interests at the same time nicole to throw another wrench into the mix into the love mix is that another really important thing that has helped me immensely in my relationship is understanding the difference between men and women Mm. right and so for you what do you think is one of the biggest differences between men and women oh (laughs) <laughs> anything. It could be anything.
0: Trying to crack that open, but it's the feminine and masculine energy, you know, where I can have some masculine aspects of me, but I, I am more feminine. Where there can be more feminine aspects in men, but yeah, the feminine and masculine energy.
1: Absolutely, and just being aware of when you are operating more in your masculine or feminine, and then just see how it unfolds. I find that the more I am fem- now what I mean, what we mean by feminine, maybe yeah, we should. I know
0: people think they get there, you're like, oh, that, and they're like, I'm like very girly. And I'm like, yeah, but that's our masculine, <laughs> you know,
1: so. doesn't mean you're less girly, right? No, not at all. Not at all. So, As far as men and women are concerned, men are traditionally, it's kind of like biology. There's no judgment there. And, you know, we've all gone through the equal pay for equal work, that type of thing. And we all know we've all had maybe the feminist backpack. We call carried that maybe each of us at different times in our lives. It's not really about that. We're talking biology here. Generally speaking, men want to take care of us and they want to be appreciated for that. Women, on the other hand, really want to feel loved and cherished, right? So when we don't show appreciation to a man for what he does, without even maybe totally realizing it when we emasculate them by criticizing or, for example... Can I give you a quick example? And I think this this sets the tone so well. So a man comes home from work or from a sporting event. He's all peeved because something happened at work or his favorite team didn't win. And then you're bubbly. You just did your latest podcast or you just got this new contract, this new client. And you just and you want to run something by them or, you know, you have something that's on your mind. You want to discuss with them and you can't understand that they seem to be shut off. Men need their downtime so whether they tune out at home in their man cave or in front of their tv or putting their earphones on like you got on right now and listen to the music let it be Mm -hmm. they need that time to unwind they need their time so if they arrive home and we're on top (laughs) of them
0: yeah yeah, like me i would drive somebody bananas i'm like "Ah!" (laughs) oh
1: You have such beautiful energy, sweetie, but you know, we all got to learn how to harness our strengths, right? Cause sometimes in our greatest strength is our greatest weakness as well. So it's about harnessing and being refined in how we use that. Right. So if you're with a man and like I said, something like that happens, just give him the space that he needs. Now. My boyfriend, a while ago, he was, he's like a great foodie. He was cooking. And then I asked him a question and he just ignored me. There wasn't any music on. He didn't have earphones in. And I'm thinking, holy crap, what's going on? Let me look at this in my brain instead of reacting. Like how disrespectful. He's just ignoring me. And I had something, (laughs) of course, I always have something important to say. (laughs) We always do. But uh, then when I thought back to something I had heard about recently which was basically a man can only focus on one thing at a time.
0: Oh, I can only focus. So that's my masculine.
1: (laughs) It could be, but just, but we all have it to certain degrees, but a man's brain, for example, somebody explained that to me once has like a series of little boxes, right? So he had his cooking box open, so he couldn't hear communicate with Tina box, right? So when he finished cooking, And then I asked him the same question. He answered it like he never heard it before. I said, are you aware that I asked you that question earlier? He said, I didn't hear you. (laughs) I would have got pissed off. I would have raised my voice a little bit. And that would have created a different dynamic in the energy, right? Because he would have felt judged. And then I would have still felt, I don't believe you when you said you didn't hear me. But it was true. Whereas with women... With all those different boxes, we can have three or four boxes open at the same time. Some women can have a whole bunch and some can have less. And maybe that's your case.
0: I can have one. (laughs) I'm good with one. Like if I'm texting, all I can do is text, you know, like, and someone will ask me a question. I'm like, okay, sorry. I'm either going to mess up this email or this text or I'm not listening to you. So let me put this down and not let me fully listen. So that's me.
1: But look at this. We're on this podcast and you're listening to your dog. You know what's going on with your dog, right? So I think you do to a certain degree. It's just you've learned how to focus, right? Which is really a good thing to do. To listen. To listen. Yes. really listen to people. Yeah. Yeah. And here you are on this podcast and creating, you know, this is what it's all about, right? Listening for the gems and coming back with something. So... Part of, I think, being successful in any relationship is communication and listening. Exactly what you just said.
0: Effective listening is what they Effective. say. Effective. yeah.
1: Okay, so I don't know what speed dating event that you were at because the, what we were doing is we were, I was bringing on coaches, including myself, and we were talking about different things to help you in your dating, right? And one of them was talking about the five levels of listening. Hmm. So should we go through that briefly? You think that might be a good little exercise?
0: Yeah. And on one of the ones that we did, we were on complimenting, like noticing people and what they had on or, you know, that's huge, right? To be aware, to be aware of what the person's wearing, what color are
1: their eyes, you know? It's a beautiful acknowledgement and it's a way to break the ice. And it's a way to break the ice in a way that maybe that could open that if the other person that you're talking to, maybe because you're so well-spoken, maybe the other person is a little bit, you know, intimidated even. So if you break the ice a little bit by giving a compliment, it kind of opens, it warms them up a little bit to more conversation and maybe to start a little bit of flirting at the same time. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, it was great, that exercise that we did. But
1: we're going to do the listening, right? (laughs) So... Stephen Covey's is the five levels of listening. I'm not sure if I'm going to remember all of these now, but at least I'll give you the, the ones that are the most important. So the lowest level of listening is what I thought my boyfriend was doing in that example, which was ignoring. Mm, right right? When you're talking and you feel like you're being ignored and that, that can happen in a relationship, right? This, what do you feel like? You feel disrespected. You feel unheard that your words are not worthy. And sometimes it confirms, because I've had self-esteem issues as well. It just confirms this, this low self-esteem. Once again, when someone, we feel like someone is not really listening to us. And another part of listening, if you go up the echelon a little bit is selective learning. Right. Where you just you're talking and I just extract one piece that kind of confirms something for me. Right. And from there, you know, I just go on a tangent. So you're not really listening to the whole thing. You just listen to what you identify with. So you're not really hearing the whole thing or showing the person the consideration of really being there for the whole message. A slightly higher level of listening would be along the lines of well, you're listening to respond, right? So, Nicole, you talked to me, for example, about your dogs, right? And instead of saying, well, why did you choose chihuahuas? And there's, they're so adorable. And, you know, how has it been having two dogs instead of one dog? Like that shows I'm really listening to you, right? When you're talking about your dogs. But instead, if I were to say... Oh, you got a Chihuahua. I'm looking at getting a Portuguese water dog. And da 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 So I go on for five or 10 minutes about my Portuguese water dog. That is listening to respond, right? I'm just looking for an excuse. Take a little tidbit, right, to respond to you. The highest level of listening is listening to understand, right? So if, for example, you had a beautiful tattoo, I could say, Oh, my God, I love that butterfly. What does that mean to you, right? What's the significance of that? And you just, you know, and starting a podcast and starting a coaching program. Oh my God, Nicole, that is so amazing. And what made you, what was the impetus? What was the motivation for you to do that? And what does it bring you? You know, that type of, those types of questions. You can do that on a date. You can do that on a podcast. (laughs) You can do it at any time. It's for, it's universal.
0: Cause you want, I want someone to understand me and I want, yeah, yeah. Cause you know, a lot of us judge before we understand, listen, acknowledge, you know, all of that. Yeah.
1: And for your dating profile, if someone's Ah. picking up on something that you put in there and they put in a question or a remark to show that they're understanding or seeking to understand, that's a clue. And you know what? All those people that are out there that are, you know, liking you and loving you. And I'm sure you got a huge response because you're a beautiful lady. You know what? You don't have to answer. This is the thing. The protocol is you don't have to answer them all. At the beginning, you could drive yourself crazy you with say, Oh, thank you, but I don't think it's gonna work. Oh, this, oh that. Just answer the ones that you think that you might have some potential with. Mm-hmm. That's just that's the unwritten protocol
0: of <laughs> dating. Who got on a dating website recently and she was like I had 72 messages like in the first day it was just overwhelming so you don't have to answer all those 72 no because that would be I would be like oh (laughs) I'm overwhelmed I'm overwhelmed
1: no and I'm telling you if you really refine your profile to really reflect who you are equal parts attracting and repelling those 72 responses might go down to like half or less I did this with a client of mine recently. We changed her profile based on who she really is. And it gave more details. And she wrote out her love list. I got her to do this right at the top 10 qualities. And you know what? She said it was incredible. The number of people that were responding to her went down, but they were much better. They were more aligned with her. Overnight. Wow. I'm telling you. Gosh, Tina, I may have a boyfriend in a month. Who knows?
0: <laughs> Honey, you may have a few. <laughs> so, for our listeners, I will keep you guys posted on what I. <laughs> again, I told Tina, I was like, you know what? We're just going to go with it. We're just going to chat. I said, I may, you know, I happen to be single. I am over 40. I am 49. I do say that all the time. I have no shame in my age. I am proud of my age. So I will keep everyone posted. But where, where do we go or anyone go? Where can we find you? Because apparently I need to hire Tina. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have a success dating coach in my future <laughs> I know how to find you but how can our
1: listeners like? absolutely it's, it's so easy really it's just Tina Jesso T-I-N-A-J-E-S-S-O dot you can find me on Facebook the same name Jesso Tina dating success coach and that's it simple easy easy right you just say simple it's easy <laughs>
0: It is. Once you know the way.
1: Once you know the way.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Oh, I had some ahas on here today. Who knew? I was in the hot seat. I was in the hot seat. Oh, I thank you so much for your time, Tina. I thank you for uh, your smile and your kindness and your grace. I mean, your beauty inside and out. I'm honored and blessed to have you in my tribe. My tribe is very important to me. So I would definitely, I would, I'm putting you in my tribe. You've been in my tribe. Maybe you just didn't know. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on today and sharing all this, coaching me, who knew? And dropping all this beautiful, beautiful uh, ahas on dating, on success and dating.
1: Nicole, this has been a blast. And yeah, I can't wait to give part two to your listeners. I know
0: we are, getting, Gina. I'm asking, I'm already asking you back. We're going to have to have a part two.
1: This has been amazing. And I love the fact that it was so spontaneous and so natural and so, so organic, just like you. And you're going to have big love in your life and then no time flat. We're going to work on it.
0: We're gonna, all right, we'll do it. We'll do it. We're going to do it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And much congratulations on finding your love Thank you. and uh just being so yeah you're just happy and i can see it i can see it so that's a, that's beautiful that's beautiful so thank you thank you so much thank you thank you thank you and as always you guys make it an awesome 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 day thank you for listening to another episode of believe it achieve it I hope you enjoyed the episode and please feel free to share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review. If you have any questions or want to reach out to me, please send me an email at coachnicolewindley at gmail.com and have an awesome day.